When you think of economic development in the community, what comes to mind? Is it maybe attracting new businesses to the place where you live? Or coming up with new ways for local companies to thrive? Or maybe it's creating new jobs? Well, three Native nations in Michigan are uniting for a venture that they hope will accomplish all of the above and more. This is groundbreaking, really, and um, very rare in Indian country where you can have multiple tribes come together to do projects jointly. The Little Traverse Bay Band of Odawa Indians, the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi Indians, and the Mashabinashawish Band of Potawatomi Indians, also known as the Gun Lake Tribe, have created this new venture. It's called Aki Construction LLC, and its purpose is to broaden the reach of all three tribes. This is Stateside. I'm April Bear. Today we're talking with executives from two of the three partners about what this collaboration signifies. Julio Martinez is the chief executive officer of Minoba Madsen of the Pokagon Band. And Shana Shananaquet is the executive director of Odawa Holdings from the Little Traverse Bay Bands of Odawa Indians. Julio, Shana, Ani, Buju, welcome to Stateside. Would you two like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, um, thank you very much for having us today, first of all. Um, my name is Shana Shadanaquit, and I am a proud member of the Little Traverse Bay Bands of Odawa Indians. And um, I have been with my tribe for quite some time, some different capacities. I've been with Odawa Economic Affairs for um, two uh, since 2020. Um, we're the youngest charter within our tribe. Uh, we have a few different um, charters and that have economic development. So it's pretty exciting to join hands with the other tribes and move forward in a different direction and expand our portfolio. Um, one of the things that we're really excited about is uh, making an alliance and creating something new and historic. Julio, how about you? So I, I've been with Minoba Matson since two, 2016. Um, I, I've been in Indian country for over 30 years in, in various financial capacities, started with Mano Bamatsen as their chief financial officer. And in 2020, um, became the chief executive officer, the second. Um, Mano Bamatsen has been investing for about 10 years now and has a portfolio of operating companies um, that are wholly owned, uh, the majority of, and uh, a few that are co-owned in another um, partnership in the manufacturing uh, side. We also have some real estate holdings and are starting to expand there. So this is a great opportunity for us to continue to expand our portfolio we, and invest, you know, or we invest for future generations of tribal citizens. And our mandate is to diversify away from just gaming revenue into other areas to build some generational wealth for the Pokagon Band um, and its citizens. Yeah. I was curious about how this conversation started between between all three tribes. Well, it's actually a fun story. So in the beginning of my position, I had worked with Monica. Um, she was in a different capacity back then. This is Monica King for those who, she's the CEO at Gun Lake Investments. Yes. So COVID kind of hit and, you know, everybody was in a quiet space. And finally, you know, everybody was getting back together and we joined up and saw each other and uh, at their powwow actually, and came up and, you know, embraced each other, big hugs. And she had moved into the CEO position at Gun Lake. And, you know, we were talking about our different um, endeavors and portfolios and interests. 
and um, you know what was working for us, what wasn't, and it was a it was great conversation. So anyhow, we kept uh, having discussion, and we both came up with the idea that we both needed some construction for our economic development and diversity. And so we're like, well, let's take a look at this. And as we went down the road a little further, we decided that, hey, that's something that, you know, we're really interested in. Let's try and pursue this. And then she had a discussion and she said, hey, you know, I've had discussions with Julio. I'd really like you to meet him. And so she did. I met Julio and we kind of all hit it off and things just went together nicely. So it was pretty quick. Um, Those discussions started in July and here we are. Shauna, tell us more about the name of the new company, Aki Construction. Well, we were tossing around the name and, you know, it was hard because uh, we are three different tribes and we are Odawa and they are Potawatomi. So we do have the same language, but there are different dialects. So we wanted something that would be easy to read and then, but yet, you know, traced back to the cultures and the traditions and honored our tribes. So when we were thinking about, well, what really could, you know, relate to construction? And so I reached out to our language department and then I thought, oh, wait, our retired uh, cultural advisor and language department, um, Carla. And she's, I said, well, how do you say earth or land? And she said, Aki. And that happened to transfer perfectly amongst all the tribes. So that's what we used. And it seems to be working nicely for us. Nice. Julio, can you tell us a little bit more about the kind of projects that Aki is going to work on? Well, um, there there are a lot of projects in the hopper, both at um, at Odawa and at Gun Lake, and we have a few also that we've had to park because of the, the construction projects. So we had that we've had a few uh, that are teed up, but uh, we had to park because just the financial conditions right now are, are not working out. They're not penciling out the pro formas for that. But there's a lot of development uh, for Gun Lake um, in an area they call the corridor that they've acquired and pieced together um, a, a, a number of parcels. Um, and I don't have the exact square footage of the, of the area, but it's it's a large area. A lot of a lot of that's already teed up, and uh, Shauna um, has a number of projects also teed up. Um, so between the three of us, we have a, quite a number of projects in the next few years. So it was a perfect time to be able to add that to our offerings. Yeah. From from the Pokagon perspective, Julio, I mean, when you've when you've done construction in the past, is it are those typically things that you've had to, you know, look outside of outside of the tribal purview to, you know, to find somebody to work with you on that? Absolutely. By necessity, because we didn't have that. We, we didn't have that in our portfolio to be able to, to do that. We, we do have architecture, civil engineering design, um, but we don't have the construction or construction management. And actually, I had a number of conversations with Monica prior to uh, Shauna and the three of us getting together um, about ac- acquiring. So we meet regularly, quarterly at least, and um, discuss you know what's going on with each other's um, economic and investment um, arm. And we had talked about adding a construction company for that very reason. One of our mandates or goals is to, we call it capture the tribal spend. So if the tribe in whatever capacity is, is spending money on products or services, the idea is for, for the tribe to use its own companies um, where possible or other tribal companies where possible. So that, that's the general strategy. And there's a lot of things teed up already. We need to take a break. We'll have more in just a minute.
Support for the Stateside Podcast comes from Kalamazoo College, offering a personalized education that combines critical thinking, curiosity, and creativity. Committed to preparing students for meaningful careers that make a positive impact on the world. More at kzoo.edu. Support for Michigan Public's Stateside Podcast comes from Lake Trust Credit Union, working to empower financial well-being for Michigan consumers, businesses, and communities. Committed to financial solutions and advice to support people and families. More information at laketrust.org. Shauna, give us an idea of of the kind of things that you think Aki might be able to help out with. Well, for over 20 years um, within the tribal community, and at least mine, we've been outsourcing construction. And so obviously it began with our casinos. Um, And now we're looking at different things like retail, health, um, then hopefully down the road, maybe schools. Um, we've had gas stations, but we're also looking at, you know, maybe with our partnerships, you know, um, bidding on those projects as well. And then in our local communities. So those are the kinds of things I see developing um, with Aki. Shana, what are some of the business benefits of of operating this uh, this venture on land that is tribal land and thus trust land? Well, I think that there's a lot of different um, benefits. I think that with sovereignty, we can leverage that in many different ways. Um, We obviously have our own laws. Um, A lot of them are equivalent to um, state laws in some ways, but we also have our ability to have our own permits um, and timelines, um, create our own LLCs. So those are kind of things that will help us. Um, in the end. And in addition, we can also support our communities around our tribal communities and uh, create jobs and not just in our tribal communities, but also in our local communities. So I think that it'll be a benefit to uplift everyone around us in our communities. I mean, I think anyone who's ever been involved in any kind of commercial or, or residential construction project will, you know, will hear what you're saying and understand. I mean, if you can, if you can give yourself any kind of, of help with the permitting process and you're operating on your own timeline and not and not a separate one that's a function of local government. It seems like it's always of benefit. I wanted to ask also what it means to you both just to be, you know, taking on this work with folks who may have some may have some shared values in terms of of cultural and and just business ties. I don't know, Julio, could you start us off? And and Shana, I want to hear what you have to say about it as well. Sure. I mean, I I, I say this often. The difference between us and another uh, company or companies is exactly what you said, is the culture. And we all have a shared culture. And when we when we go out and talk to people or other potential partners or construction company, even when we're acquiring companies, they it's a, it's a much different transaction with, with the tribe and our tribes in particular. Um, because of that that culture, the, the the seven grandfathers' teachings, which Shauna's probably better equipped to talk about than I am. I'm not tribal, um, but it's it's just good old fashioned, do the right thing, honesty. It really lets us stand out as not only partners in business, but as owners in business. So 
employees that that work for us understand that and it's part of what we tell the, the story we tell when we acquire a company or when we do business. So I, it's a very important part. Shana, what would you say about this? It's not as if there aren't differences between between the three tribes and, and the way that they've gone about their business, but is there some some shared understanding of, of business practice that is useful here? I think that when it comes down to tribes, um, especially in the Great Lakes area, it, it comes down to that we have the same values um, and principles and a lot of the times faith. And then we build upon that. And a lot of our um, core core values um, and missions, we build our businesses on even. So it's very easy to relate to one another. One of the things is we have a higher standard for environmental. And so that actually is a easy thing to do because for instance, that would be the same for me as Julio or Monica. So in essence, um, this was a very easy transaction amongst each other. So even with our small differences, overall, we're pretty similar. I think from my perspective, I think it, it this is groundbreaking really and um, very rare in Indian country where you can have multiple tribes uh, come together to do projects jointly. It's It sounds like it should be the, the, the norm um, but it's not. And this is great. It's a testament to both the tribes and, and the leaders um, within the tribes that support us. Um, because, I mean, I, Shana can, can have her perspective. I'm, I'm pretty sure she feels the same way without, you know, the backing of the elected officials at the tribe and the, and the boards that we create within the tribes. None of this would be possible. And, it, and again, it's very rare. And, it, and it's very important because in Indian country, um, there's strength in numbers. When, when we're much stronger together, then we are separate. And it, it's been too long, in my opinion, uh, for tribes to be able to get together and do something like this. I'm very proud to be part of this, and especially with our partners. This has been a dream um, that, you know, my grandparents and, you know, my parents have spoke about. And the fact that it has actually came to fruition has been huge amongst the tribes. Um, the reaction in the communities have been so strong. They're so happy that we've all come together and it's uplifted our communities. Um, it gave them hope. Um, one of the things that everyone always talks about is ensuring our you know, seven generations. Um, and this partnership can do that. So we are really excited about that. And without the support of our communities and our tribes, we wouldn't have been able to do that. Julio, Shana, Miigwech. It's been great talking to you both. Miigwech for having us. Miigwech. Have a great day. Thank you. And that's the Stateside Podcast for today. I'm April Bear. You can find full stateside episodes for streaming whenever you have a need for more news at michiganradio.org. Today's episode was produced by Rachel Ishikawa. Other producers on our show are Mike Blank, Ronia Kabansag, Mercedes Mejia, and April Van Buren. Our executive producer is Laura Weber-Davis. Music for the podcast comes from Blue Dot Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Rebecca Williams. I'm Lester Graham. We've been working on a big project about Great Lakes birds called the Bird Connection. It will look at ducks and trumpeter swans. Egrets and herons. And piping plovers. Yes! We'll discuss what we've discovered at a Michigan Public Issues and Ale event. Including how some problems for birds are problems for people. It's at Arbor Brewing Company in Ypsilanti the evening of May 21st at 7. You can register at michiganpublic.org.